Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash superstuff and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash superstuff and get started today. This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. I am your singing telegram. Citizens, welcome to the Fortress of Potitude. I'm Dave Michaels. I'm Brian Betts. And we are the Cape Podcasters. This is a show that sends out invitations to strangers for murder parties. Murder? The murder most foul. We got ourselves a guest. We have a guest this week. Hey, Bridget. Hey. Welcome aboard for our murder party. I'm pretty excited. This is great. You got your invitation? Uh, I do. This is so exciting. Wait, uh, should I be a Murder! <laughs> Can't wait! Should I be a color instead? What color do you want to be? <laughs> These are the real questions. Yeah, yeah. These are the hard hitters. Anderson Cooper ain't got shit on me. He could be Mr. Silver Fox. Yeah. He is. It's appropriate. I thought you were asking Anderson Cooper to shit on you. No. And that's I don't think he'd be into that. He no. seems like he's on the level. Yeah, everybody's got their kinks. That's right. It could be one of his. I don't know. He some seems people, some people like blue people. Yeah. Some people <laughs> I'm sure it involves like Gloria Vanderbilt jeans. Uh... still. Just her ashes. No, that's Just like his family's dumb. empire. Yeah. But now he's got some fresh ashes for whatever fetish he wants to have. True, true. Good for him? I suppose. We're talking Clue from 1985. <laughs> of course we are. All of that said Clue to me. Right. This is our, our not-so-super month. Yeah, welcome to January. We're Yay. taking a break from the super stuff for a we while. We need it. Everyone detoxes in January. You get a little sober for a little while, and we need to sober up, and I think you guys did too. So this will work out, I think. Yeah, this is a, this is a good idea. Clue. Clue. Brian, you chose this one. I did. I chose this movie because I love this movie. That's it? And that's about it. Well, yeah. about that? I wanted to talk about a movie from 1985 that starred, you know, Christopher Lloyd, and it took place <laughs> in the 50s, so I chose Clue. No other one. I couldn't think of another one. Stay tuned. Mm. Bridge, you ever seen this thing before? Uh, No, first time. First time, long time? Uh, yeah. This is an hour. I think I've played uh, the board game before, so I'm like- You think you've played the board game? You're I not mean, probably. Sure? I mean, it's not like a childhood memory of With, mine. Like, the like... little crappy envelope in the middle, and you move, and it takes you forever to forever. get through the hall. Forever. Yeah, yeah. That one? My family didn't have patience for that. I've played that game lots. So, hold on. Your family did not play Monopoly. No. God, no. <laughs> or Risk. Oh, no. <laughs> not even your... owned in the house. So, you're like an Uno. Uno family. Um, I think at most, it was a uh, game of life. Connect That's forward. a great game, though. Yeah, yeah. Spin that little wheel. It's finite. That's why. That's yeah. true. It's the best. Your finances don't really matter. Your life choices. No. You can have six kids, you two cars. You spin a wheel, you get a you kid. Just, you know, it's... Yeah. Or twins. Oh. Real life, terrifying. that'd be a nightmare. Who can afford it? No one. No one. What'd you think of it? Of Clue? The movie, not the board game. That you um, have memories of. Honestly, not my favorite. Uh, oh. Yeah, yikes. Coming in hot. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit long. Um, it's such a short movie. It is movie. 96 minutes long. <laughs> it felt like it was 16 hours long. What? Oh, boy. Yeah. So. What is happening? So here? you loved it. You didn't, it wasn't your favorite because you loved it. Didn't really hold up either, I would what say. What do you mean hold up? Hold up. You have yeah. to see something before for it to hold up. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe it hasn't aged 
great. No. Well, it's the 50s. Right. <laughs> it's a different time. It's a period piece. About murder. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you like what you like. Yeah. But and some it was not this. Different that's, people like different things. And that's okay, because there's a lot wrong with this movie. <laughs> but boy, I have some opinions on it. So. Fantastic. That's what we like to hear. Bri, what's this thing about? In 1954. What a year to be alive. Six strangers are invited to a dinner party at Hill House. Murder. Yeah, murder. Not yet. It's a secluded mansion in New England, and they meet the butler, Wadsworth. Do you know where in New England? Uh, either Massachusetts or Connecticut. That's right. It's right off of it could be a home. This could be a home state movie. Route 41. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. I also know that it takes place on June 9th. Right. Connecticut tradition, since we're from Connecticut, is murder parties. Murder parties. This is what we do. June 9th, June 9th, murder party day. Yeah. Been to one. Yeah, been to, survived Been it. to a million. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Every June 9th. <laughs> Wadsworth, played by Tim Curry. Tim fucking Curry. Tim fucking Curry. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's-, it's Not a composer. Give him, give him the due respect. So Wadsworth gives each of them a pseudonym, and none of them are to be addressed by their real names. Do we ever hear a real name in this thing at all? I don't think so. I don't think we do. So the guests are Colonel Mustard, Mrs. White, Mrs. Peacock, Mr. Green, Professor Plum, and Miss Scarlet. In that order. They're like humans here, though, not like plastic pieces. Right. They're not just like little yeah. weird just cards. things with- yeah. No dice, no cards, just people. Does Clue even have die? like a die? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. oh, okay. you have to roll and you have to go like between spaces in the hallway to get to these rooms to make a prediction. And, and it, it takes, takes forever. forever. Okay. Okay. And they're being served by Wadsworth and the maid Yvette. She's got great tracts of land, as they say in Armageddon. Monty Python. Oh. <laughs> During dinner, a seventh guest, Mr. Body, arrives. Wait, can we first talk about the entries? So, yes. first off, all right, it goes Colonel Mustard, aka Principal Willard Kraft. From Sabrina <laughs> yeah. the Teenage yep. Witch. Yeah. Yes. Martin Mull. Martin Mull. Um, cast. Yeah, I'm not great with uh, the names. So when I did the IMDb and- uh, Principal Sabrina. All yeah, good. Principal Willard Craft. Didn't recognize him in, without his glasses, but that mustache was pretty uh, pretty ripe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what was with the deal with when the first two de- guests come in, they instantly thought that they stepped in dog shit. Because, because Wadsworth stepped in dog shit outside. Right. And this was like a poop joke multiplied by that, seven, all, literally. Every single person who came in went. No, it was just those two. Was it? Yeah, I like rewatched. Either way, uh, that is a smart poop joke. To see. You watched the poop scene to make sure that you didn't uh, yeah, miss Yeah, there was like rewinding <laughs> okay. uh, a must. That's why it took 16 hours. Also, right. the opening the credits poop. are still happening. Yeah, anytime the dogs barked, our dogs freaked out. So no, that, that was would, uh, yeah. a little bit of a bummer. There was also a really weird moment where our downstairs neighbor uh, knocked on our door and tried to sell me a winter jacket out of a garbage bag. <laughs> They're lucky they didn't get shot. You need to move. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Just opening doors in hey, the middle hey, of the Hey, hey, You want that sweet Calvin Klein? I got it right in his bag. You want it? I got it. No one's ever been killed in it. Before you ask. Before you ask. <laughs> yeah. Like, did they fall off a truck? It was weird. Move. <laughs> I'm concerned about you and your well-being. Because it's not June 9th. They shouldn't be coming to your door with murder party invitations in the form of winter jackets. Yeah. Right. After dinner, Wadsworth reveals the real reason they're there. Mr. Body's been blackmailing the other guests, as well as Wadsworth and his, his dead wife. And they're there to confront him and turn him over to the police. Thrilling. Isn't it, though? I'm thrilled. You sound thrilled. 
No, because this movie starts real slow. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Body, however, reminds them that if he's arrested, their guilty secrets for which he's been blackmailing them will be exposed. Dun, dun, dun. Stakes. So he gives each of the guests a different weapon. Let me ask you this, first of all. Okay. Because they go through this whole dinner thing and you see some people eating, but it all feels like it's real time. Yeah. But the dinner itself lasts maybe 15 seconds. It's the shortest dinner ever. Yeah. Did you catch what was for dinner? Of course. Such as? Well, I was going <laughs> to save it until it gets revealed later in the movie, but why the hell not? Monkey brains. Right, straight out of Temple of Doom. Um, Did you see what it looked like, though? Just like a plate of mayonnaise. It was <laughs> real gross. So I like my monkey brains. Um, oh. It's my favorite recipe. Yeah, it Harambe was... brain. Ooh. Although popular in Cantonese cuisine, not often to be served in Washington, D.C. Even though we're in New England. Who knew? How about that? It's the usual clue weapons. A candlestick, a dagger, a lead pipe, a revolver, a rope, and a wrench. You know, the stuff from the game. I just like how they all get lethal weapons, but they're in a house where you could make anything a weapon if you just swing it hard enough. If you're holding it right, yeah. In fact, other things become weapons. That's right. (laughs) No one got the chandelier in a box. That's true. It's my chandelier in a box. Very different. That's Phantom of the Opera mixture right there. It sure is. Mr. Body suggests that when he turns off the lights, somebody kills Wadsworth and avoid themselves the exposure and humiliation. There's a problem there. Then when those lights go out, a Mr. Body drops. He sure does. When they come back on, at least you see him down. You hear a gunshot, lights come on, and he is face down on the floor of the study. The study? I think so. I don't sure. know. I get the rooms confused. Yeah. Study, lounge, ballroom. The study and the lounge Game confuse room? me the most. Because yeah. the billiard room. Billiard oh, room. Sure. Yeah. She has not played Clue. No, but there's also the ballroom, and they only show the ballroom once. It was because it was the only thing right. that they did on location was the ballroom. Everything else is a set. Interesting. Yeah. That's how they got it to actually be laid out the same way as the clue board. It's the only way you could do it, I guess. You're not going to find a house that's like- build it. That also makes sense from like that entry scene too, where like they're driving up and it just looks like a picture of a house and then it's like a driveway, but like the- That's a real house. That's a real house, yeah. It doesn't look like that. It doesn't. You're right. It doesn't exist anymore. It burned down in 2005 2005. or something like that, but- Haunting. Well, people like were sad- People like Bye. that house. Bye, Murder House. Aw. Oh, Not man. the house from Clue and other movies, I assume. Probably. <laughs> Do we know what other movies? I don't know what other movies. I know the interior, after Clue was done shooting, Dynasty moved in. Right. And used as like a hotel or something like that. I expected a list from you. <laughs> Where's your fact checks on this? Facts? What are those? <laughs> he was too busy trying to solve this murder. Murder most foul. Wadsworth goes on to explain that he was the one who arranged for everyone to meet the mansion, knowing that Mr. Body was blackmailing them. He reveals that his late wife committed suicide as a result of Mr. Body's manipulations, which drove him to try and help free them from the same cycle of blackmail by bringing them all together and force confession out of Mr. Body. This is a really detailed plot right. for this nothing happening yet. Right. Because nothing's happening in this movie yet. Also, he's already called the police, and they will be here in 38 minutes. Timing. We got time. Very, Here we go. Very specific. Yeah. How can you possibly call the police? Uh, hey, show come... up at. The, can I yeah. schedule an appointment? Yeah. With the, with hey, the police. Nine one one. Please come in forty two minutes from now. This is going to be a murder in forty two minutes. <laughs> That's not a thing, though, right? You can't schedule an appointment with the police. I think it'd be funny if you. Like... At that point, it's definitely premeditated. Whatever yeah. you're about right, to do is right. premeditated. Absolutely. I wonder if you call the police to set up an appointment if they give you a window like Comcast. <laughs> we'll yeah, be there between. We'll be there sometime between two and six. They won't show up. No, 6.15 the they show up. Yeah. yeah. Plan your whole day around the police showing up. 
Later, the cook is found dead, stabbed with a dagger, and Mr. Body's body disappears. You know who this cook is? The cook? Yeah. It's, uh... Kelly Nakahara? Yeah. 167 episodes of MASH. This is her first... Yeah. Yeah. Because she was with the four oh seven seven. She was doing the MASH. For, like, 12 years. It was the TV show MASH. I think she's in, like, the fourth most episodes. The fourth most? Yeah. Okay. That's, uh... she, She almost got on the podium. She was almost there. Uh, everyone got on the podium. That show's the best show ever made. Yep. But, well, Everyone's a gold medalist. I don't think that's how it works, Dave. I'm pretty sure that's how TV works. Oh, okay. Pretty sure. Fair enough. Have you ever seen Mashed? Mashed. Potatoes. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, I've seen I've seen some. That explains a lot about it. You've seen Mash. No. What? She just called it Mashed. You're right. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> how have you guys never seen that? I've seen it. It's I the just absolute not, best show ever made. I haven't watched all of it. I'm sorry, I don't have TV land on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Came on in my like Hulu. And right after, land. right after, I love Lucy. I think I don't remember what it was back in the day. I remember it was like Cheers and and Coach. Yeah, back in when welcome I was back, up, Cotter. I did do not remember that on TV land. <laughs> when I was real young, it was I Dream of Jeannie, and I remember I that one. Lucy. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke Show, The Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch was on it for a while. Yeah. Mary uh, Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Leave it to Beaver, I think. I remember just a fence about that, that show. And that's not a good sign. Yeah. Andy Griffith show? It's a Ron Howard um, joint. Mm-hmm. Child Ron Howard. Child, <laughs> famous child Ron Howard. <laughs> Mr. Body's body is rediscovered, dead again, but with new injuries from the candlestick. Double dead. Double dead. So he wasn't dead before, but now he, he definitely is he dead He sure now. is dead now. Christopher Lloyd checked him, and he's like... Yeah, he's dead. But then it was like, Marty, he's dead. <laughs> he checked his pulse. Also, he's a professor. Right, he's a psychiatrist. So yeah, like, eh. he's supposed to be a doctor. I guess it's not very good. Are psychiatrists on like the level of dentists when it comes to doctors? Because dentists, <laughs> you always have that look when you say like, "Oh, thank you, doctor," and you're like, "Well, well, there go well. all of our dentist listeners." <laughs> Fuck this guy. Orthodontists, we're still on board with you. Oh, well, of course, your doctors always proper doctors. Mm-hmm. No? Uh-oh. No, I think orthodontists have the ability to give anesthesia. Do they really? Is that, like, part of their list? Like, if you... Your teeth are fucked. Have some funny For, like, gas. getting uh, wisdom teeth removed and <laughs> no, stuff sense. like that. Yeah. All right. That checks out. It's like out. a that step tracks. above. A step above. That's what it comes that's, on the degree. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we decide if you're, if, a, if dentist. you're a doctor I'm or a not. a step above. <laughs> if, you can, if you can administer anesthesia, then, then yeah, you're, you're a doctor. Yeah. Are they really going to save you when you have a heart attack, though? No, they're going to give you anesthesia and say, step above, He looks bitch. dead. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go to a dentist like if I was having a heart Mr. attack. Like how Mr. Body so. was in the first scene. Super dead. Looks right. dead. Except, looks dead. Maybe not. He's not all the way dead. He didn't dead. have a pulse. Princess Bride style. Not all the way dead. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wadsworth locks the weapons in the cupboard and is about to throw the key out when a stranded motorist arrives and is locked in the lounge. Get in there, bud. Wadsworth then throws the key out onto the blacktop. Colonel Mustard then proposes that they split up into pairs and search the house in case there's another person there who's doing all these murders. You're making me realize how little actually happens in this movie. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. Unreal. If these are like your highlights of the movie, of he threw a key out the door. It's important. It bounces. They do like a zoom in on it. They sure do. Bridget yeah. might have a point. Keep yeah. going. Keep going. <laughs> this is great. It's a bouncy key. Man, the mystery. It's building. <laughs> there's a lot of weird scenes that they zoom in on. The butt slap uh, yeah, that Mr. Beginning? Green to... Professor Plum. Professor Plum. Mr. Yeah. Green is a homosexual. No. I thought it was uh, Mr. Green. It was Professor Plum? Yeah. Professor right. Plum. When he picks it at the beginning. To, yeah. 
Because you have all the different characters it. where you have like your your Miss Peacock is just an old batty woman. She's batty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Miss Scarlet, Madeline Kahn. Yes. Yeah. Hofstra, fellow Hofstra alumni, Madeline Kahn. Oh, uh, Mrs. White is Madeline Kahn. Oh, I apologize. Miss Scarlet is Leslie Ann Warren. Right. Who is just fresh off a of rehab. Yes. Uh, well, it was supposed to be Carrie Fisher. It was supposed to be Carrie Fisher. So there's and she couldn't some do it because of actual rehab. Interesting. <laughs> so they're like, "All right, you're going in. You're coming out. We'll take you." Yes. Do you think Carrie Fisher would have been distracting in this thing, or do you think she would have actually fit in? I think she would have been fine. All right. I don't think she would have been distracting. I don't think she would have been any more distracting than Christopher Lloyd or. Well, Christopher Lloyd hadn't. He's not huge that at this point. He's done Taxi at this point. That's true. Because his other big movie hasn't quite come out yet. Comes a oh, later. it absolutely has come out, actually. But huh. while they're searching, the motorist is killed with a wrench. Why is everyone killing everyone? Uh, because murder. It's a murder party. What did you expect to happen? Just one. Just one murder. A murder? Or like a fake murder where someone just like lies dead on the ground? That's what yeah. it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like that party game. And then it got too real. Uh, Way too real. You know, maybe like when one person dies, you're like, oh, well, somebody killed him. I'm just going to kill this person. We'll see what happens. Like, while the door is open for killing. Was it even supposed to be the murder party for them to come? That's not. Yeah. Like, it was, the invites it was, were like. No, I don't, it was set up as a, a murder party eventually when they said, here, kill Wadsworth. Right. Yeah. It became a murder party. It, it, it was originally just going to be a blackmail party. Right. But they go hand in hand. Everyone right. knows that. Or or like a, a blackmail intervention. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they hang the sign up. Yeah, intervention, intervention. <laughs> they start yelling intervention at each other. It's always sunny style. Colonel Mustard and, and Miss Scarlet find the corpse in the locked lounge because they took a secret passageway while they were searching. And Yvette uses the revolver from the now unlocked cupboard to break the keyhole, which ricochets to the chandelier. Why is the cupboard unlocked? Oh, Movie? What's going on there? Because we threw the key out, remember? Something's not right. Something's a miss. I will say Yvette has a great shot. Like second shot. It's true. Hits the lock from like what ten feet away. I didn't notice a thing that Yvette did. She is distracted. She's just every time she's on screen. Yeah. Yes. She's a very good actress. Whatever her name is. Terrible accent. Colleen Camp. That's it. It was a fake accent. It was a fake accent, but she's like it's mostly just screams though. So eventually, eventually. Yeah. I feel like a scream already happened though. Oh, yeah. A few have. Leslie yeah. and Warren is screaming throughout this entire movie. Whenever she's not trying to seduce anyone else in the room, she's screaming at uh, something. I did not take it as her seducing. I took it as her being irritated that everybody was hitting on her. Yeah. She is a very strong woman. But I also think that she turned on like the sexuality, and when someone finally flirted with her, she's just like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. She was like, like amping almost... it up at the damsel yeah. in distress moment where yeah. like her car was parked. and uh, So you she think was she just like... likes the attention then? Like That's her character trait. I don't know about that. I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. She's a weird character. She's interesting. A police officer investigating the motorist's abandoned car arrives and comes inside to use the phone. And then he gets locked into the library. Because <laughs> when a cop shows you up- You just keep fueling the murder party. <laughs> what's the least suspicious thing you can do when a cop shows up? Lock him in a room. Right. Everybody knows that. But he also wants to search the place. Because he... he's like, what is going on? Yeah, wait, no, no, he's like, I need to make a phone call. That's- his ammo. That's why he's going to the lab. Oh, because he gets all weirded out when J. Edgar Hoover calls. Right. Yeah. I love because Tim Curry. J. Edgar Hoover calls. <laughs> why is J. Edgar Hoover calling you? He's on everybody else's phone. Why shouldn't he be on mine? Such a good line. So the cop checks out the party, and everybody's faking like they're having a grand old time, and they're, nobody's dead at all. No, they're making out. The dead people are standing up, and there's arms going around. It's, it's just the, the classic, you know, like- Miss Scarlet's you... making out with a dead person. Yeah. 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 No, Mrs. White. 
Yeah, Mrs. White. Which one's Mrs. White? Oh, oh that's right, Mrs. Madeline Cobb. Madeline. Yeah. Right. This is complicated. Mrs. Peacock's the arms to another uh, <laughs> right. dead one. Right. She's doing the 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 classic move where you wrap your that's arms around and Christopher you make Lloyd's out with properly making out with Miss yeah. Scarlet while dead motorist is sitting in a chair with a hat bottle. covering the wounds and he's <laughs> and the cop comes in. This man's dead drunk. I think Colonel Mustard is holding up dead the right. dead body with the knife also. Like when they pull off from each other later on, yeah. he's yep. just like using it as a handle. <laughs> it's unsettling. It's weird. It's dark, for sure. Yeah. It's based on a board but game, children's board fun. game. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having fun. Satisfied with what he's seen at the party, going, oh, there's nothing weird here. These people are just having a good time. Lock me back in the library so I can continue <laughs> my phone call. It wasn't weird when you locked me in the first time, but the second time, now, this, this is fine. Yeah. Then the rest of the guests go about their, their searching for the- Extra person they think is there, but isn't the murderer. The murderer, right? Even though everybody's pretty sure one of them is the murderer, right? The power cuts out, and then we get pretty quick. We get a a dead Yvette. Yeah, she gets strangled by the rope. We get a dead cop. He gets hit with something, a lead pipe, right? And then uh, there's a singing telegram at the door, and the door opens, and she's shot right away. Media. So good, and, and also the, the evidence slams. is burned. Right, and at all the, the evidence time. is burned. Right. What a whirlwind! Whew. All that happened very quickly. Yes. So then Wadsworth and the others regroup, and he turns the electricity back on, and he reveals he knows who the murderer is. Then we get probably the best 20 minutes of film ever made. Ever. Ever. You didn't like the reveal. You thought this was the best part? Ever of oh, all time. absolutely. When he's running around and recapping everything. It's oh. so it's good. It's so good. Oh, terrible. Yeah, you were in a bad mindset at this point. Yeah. <laughs> no. Especially when a, they do play-by-play, like, terrible. I feel like this would be like, all right, so you just brushed your teeth. You feel all clean now that you're like, hey, this movie's nice and simple. And then you just pounded that orange juice with this last 20 minutes. Yeah. It's a this night- is that would be juice. a nightmare. It's... I get it. Mm. Okay. It's great. Yeah. I love it. Um, I think I was triggered by that music that's going on. The music is great. The music is. The music is so fun. good. Uh, it's just between just everything like he says. They run. It's like ding 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 Like it's so good. Dinging along. Oh, it's fantastic. Dinging along. Dinging along. That's actually the name of the track. Is it? Can't be. Dinging along. Jeebus. He proceeds to recreate the events of the night so far as to explain how the murders occurred. He reveals that the other five people who died with Mr. Body were his accomplices who gave him vital information about the different guests. Mr. Body's accomplices? Yes, Mr. Body's accomplices. Yeah, so the cop, the motorist, the singing telegram, all They're them. all connected. They're all connected. They're all the people who gave up information on right. the- Right, they were all invited. Anonymous guests. Right. An evangelist rings the doorbell, and they, they answer it, and they're like, get out of here, guy. We don't want none of your God stuff right now. Get out of here, God. Yeah. <laughs> and then they slam God's the, not invited to a murder party. Slam the door on Jesus him. Christ is not here. Yeah. And then Wadsworth just happens to be at the part of his explanation where he has to turn the power off again. Right. And this is where things get interesting. This is a really cool choice. So I need to ask you this question. What happened at the end of your movie? In the one that I watched? Yeah. yeah. It, this movie does a funny thing. That's yeah. why I don't know which version you have. I watched it to the end. Yeah, no, I got that. But oh, this movie does a funny thing. My version played all three okay. versions. Okay. And that's why it was insufferable. Oh. I watched it all three <laughs> versions. Yeah. 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 Why wouldn't you? That's great. Mm. Yeah, there's three different endings. And when they put this thing in the theaters back in 1985, you never knew which ending you were going to get. Right. I could see that being fun. Different theaters got different right. endings. And sometimes if you look in the newspaper, you'd have an A, B, C. Right, ending A, yeah. type thing. It's and a choose-your-own-adventure kind of situation. And right, but most then, people chose to stay home. 
Uh, a lot of people just say home. But then even at the, like the production company even said like, yeah, we don't even know if those letters are correct for whatever endings we sent. We weren't paying attention. Oh, wow. So they don't even know. Right. So what are the endings? So ending number one, uh, it turns out that Scarlet is a like sex worker madam. And, she sure is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she is being blackmailed for such things. Uh, and then she ends up using or like murdering these people to cover up the fact that sh- that's her job. Yeah. And then everybody's like, yeah, but like no one's going to care about what's going on because politicians don't care about their like secret affairs with sex workers. And then she's like, actually, psych, my real job is I trade secrets. And Boom! all Damn. of you work for the government. You and you and you, you're fucked. Way. Every exactly. one of you. Communism's a red herring. Yeah. Sure is. <laughs> a lot of undertones of communism and like socialists yeah. and stuff like 1954, that. 1954, it's kind of McCarthy time. So yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It all checks out. But it ends up being a red herring. Yeah. Sure, sure. Because she just wants them secrets. Yeah, so Miss Scarlet yeah. did it. She was in cahoots with Yvette, who killed three of them. And yeah. And Miss right. Scarlet killed the rest. She was one of her, uh, her ladies. One of her yeah, ladies yeah. of the night. Yeah. You could tell with the, you know, gazumbas. Yes. Because mm. everybody, never mind. I'm not. <laughs> Not touching that, Dave. That's the right move. <laughs> All around. Can we talk about how also when Yvette was killed, how uh, the like rope was like thrown Lightly around thrown her, around her lo- thrown around her neck, <laughs> and then it, well, first off, it wasn't really a rope; it was a noose. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, no. a full blown tied noose. This thrown around her neck, and then like she's pulled in like a dance move <laughs> on the dance floor slowly, but that somehow kills her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's death by death by uh that that dance move where you throw the fishing line. Yeah, and sure. Reel them in, or like you have that sexy moment with the tie. Oh. Like someone's wearing a tie and you pull them on in there and then they die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time. Yeah. yeah. And then you just, that's, you know, you yeah. end up lying half on a billiard table for the rest of the night. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. That's how it could have happened. Yeah. First of all, can I talk about how when Yvette dies and they all kind of like walk into the room and there's like, oh, and they see her dead body like. Another one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they walk out yeah. the room like, all right, all right Same business with the cop. Usual. The cop the also. Cop. Oh, and, and then that... they were like, oh, there's a gunshot. And then. Yeah. I like how they leave the the singing telegram girl outside for like ever, <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, we should probably bring her inside." The cops are coming, and they just drop her in the study. Yep. Yeah. Also, the door opens no problem. Just this them great. being locked in right. the entire time. Right. They open and close this door a lot. A, a lot. lot. No yeah. key. No, no, nothing needed. Nope. Nope. None. Perfect movie, by the way. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. What's the second ending? The second ending is. Ooh, second ending. Um, Miss Peacock. Mrs. Peacock. Mrs. Peacock did all of it. Yep. And it becomes a cover-up. Eileen Brennan. She's also fresh out of rehab, by the way. Really? Yeah. Well, how fun is that? It's a great oh. movie. Well, in the second ending, they do address the fact that you just straight up can't call the police and be like, hey, see you in 30. Like, <laughs> But then they Wadsworth. are there. Right. They've been there the whole time, I think. Yeah, because, I think oh, because they've been outside. Wadsworth was yeah. a member of the FBI. Right, but the they also ending. set up correct, like correct. an elaborate lighting system outside because when Miss Mrs. Peacock walks out, <laughs> the they hit her with so many floodlights. Yeah. I guess the way it was originally written, they killed her. And they were like, oh, that might be too dark. That is extremely dark. That like, doesn't need to happen she, like, she in walks a board out, game movie. I mean, well, she was like, trying to keep it like G rated because there was no, not a lot of blood or like no blood even. Yeah, there was barely blood in this There was yeah. barely any blood. There was a lot of killing, but not a lot of blood. Right. A lot um, of bodies. A lot of bodies. A lot of cleavage. 
so much of both. Was yeah, ass grabbing too. There was yeah, there was ass grabbing. Yeah, this was 1985. It's before right Brett yeah. Ratner and Brian Singer and those <laughs> a lot fuckers. Of homophobia lived a lot of that. There was. And I don't know if that was because 85 or because 54. 54 is what I took it as, it's, 54. Yeah. True. Yeah. But the, the third ending is Mr. Green. Well, kind of. But he doesn't do it. It's all it's of Michael that, McKean. Right? How he is kind of working for he's so good. the cops or whatever. He's amazing in this movie. Yeah, he's, a, he's we'll an talk FBI about that. He's agent. an FBI guy. He claimed to be homosexual, all that stuff. And then the evangelist comes back in. He's the chief and all that. And right. they all get arrested. Everybody, cause, because cause each one yeah. killed the person who was providing the information. Right. To Mr. And I Bobby. love how throughout this entire movie, Mr. Green just keeps going, I didn't do it. I right. didn't do it. And I love his line at the end. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And it, his ending line is one of my favorite ending lines oh, in movie so history. Good. How I think in terms of ending lines, I think Billy Wilder knows what he's doing. Like when you have some like it hot. Oh, yeah. Where Jack Lemon is there and he's just like, I'm a man. The guy's like, oh, nobody's, nobody's perfect. perfect. It's fucking great. But then even in the apartment where you have the shut up and deal with Shirley MacLaine is amazing. And this one, Mr. Green is standing at the door and he goes, now I'm going to go home and have s- and sleep with my wife. <laughs> it's so good. It's great. It's great. And yeah, it turns out in the third ending, which is what they say is the one that really happened. Sure. Um, everybody killed somebody right. except for Mr. Green. But Mr. Green does kill Wadsworth, who turns out to actually be Mr. Body the whole time. Right. So Professor, That's a good ending. Professor Palm's like, who did I kill? And he's like, my butler. It's great. <laughs> he gets so upset that he killed a nobody. <laughs> what does a butler do? He buttles. He buttles. Uh, how can you not like this movie? Clue! We did it! Clue. That's Clue. Brian, this movie doesn't have not a, a lot going for it. This is, there's nothing happening in this movie. No, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Straightforward. Until you get to the end. And well, then I told you, the last 20 minutes. The whole thing yeah. on fast forward and then three different endings. So do you really need the first 45 minutes of this movie? Probably not. Not necessarily. It's funny because as I was watching it, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to write all this down. And then I got to the recap part and I was like, oh, this is all I need. This is great. <laughs> they, I still love this movie, but I do yeah, too. it is slow. It's a slow It's build. a slow 96 minutes. Yeah, it's a long 96 minutes. And then you just want it to be over with and then you get hit with the triple endings. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's over. And then you're like, nope. oh, no. Hard no. It's a long scene at the end, too. It was almost yeah. a quadruple ending. What was the fourth going to be? The fourth one got cut for content and time. It turns out that Wadsworth did it all. And it seemed too predictable. I thought that would be the obvious one. And it was dark. And then the dogs killed Wadsworth. And it was just like, they're like, no, let's not do that. (laughs) I love Tim Curry's. Tim Tim Curry is so much. Tim Curry is amazing. Even Bridget, who hates this movie, can agree. Sure. He's a gift. Gift to the world. Treasure. National treasure of England. You're right. Of England. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not one of ours. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. worldly treasure. He's a treasure Nathan. of Earth. International treasure. Nick Cage would go look for him if there were a third one made. Absolutely. <laughs> National treasure three: the hunt for Tim Curry. Professor Plum. Um, he clearly has sex with his patients. Uh, oh, they openly say that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. So what? I had a relationship with one of my patients. Also, right. by judging like the um, what is it? Uh, telegram lady. Uh, she's super young. She's like fifteen, sixteen. So I wrote down uh, sex with children. Yeah. Um, okay. Professor Plum's probably got issues, and Back yeah. in the Future, he hangs out with a six, uh, seventeen-year-old. That's yeah. true. So this That's all true. checks out yeah. for Christopher Lloyd right now. Yeah. He's just real horned up this whole movie. Yeah, he, he is. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, yeah. Once that dick gets to eighty-eight miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. I love Back to the Future so much. 
But what's the other blackmail? You have Mrs. Peacock, who her husband's a senator. Yep. Um, I also put down that her husband is gay, and that was like a big thing. But then later on, it was not that. But there was like the talk about like him being in bathrooms and like giving money to people underneath the stalls. Sounds oh no, I think shady. that's that's what Mrs. Peacock was doing. She was, I don't know. I I got the impression that she was being passed money underneath bathroom stalls mm. for secrets of his. It's a complicated movie when you try to break down the backstory of it. I know Miss Scarlet is a murderer, legitimately a murderer outside of the murder house. I think you're talking about Mrs. White again. God damn it! Yeah. Why can't they just be different? I don't know. Mrs. White is the one with the flames. That's so good. Uh, it's one of the funniest lines in the movie for me. Yeah, and it was improv. Yeah, I don't doubt that at all. She's, She's amazing. also, ironically, all in black. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely killed her husband and chopped off his ding What's that? <laughs> You know, in medical terms, you know, uh, oh, uh, his dong, medically speaking, <laughs> his gummy worm, and uh, yeah, and two gumdrops. So realistically, the only thing that they had blackmail wise on Mister Green was that he was gay. Yes, and he was just like, yeah, this is it. This is me. Good. Yeah, it's 1954, and yeah, it's gonna ruin me, but whatever. This is me. So they almost had nothing on him. Basically. So we should have been able to figure out that it wasn't him the whole time. Well, in 1954, I don't know if that's nothing. He was still paying the, um, like, uh, what is it? The blackmail of it? The blackmail money. So, like, he was still trying to keep it a secret. Yeah. Okay. Back to your favorite, Mrs. uh, Miss Scarlet. Which one is she? She's the sex worker. Got it. Yes. Or maybe a madam. I don't know what, like, the PC term is. She seemed like a madam. They called her a madam at the end. Out of nowhere. Right, 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 right. She was definitely, and Yvette was definitely in her employ. So, oh, without a doubt. So she was. I think she's the madam. That's why she's dead. Yeah, she's not li- alive and anymore. And Colonel Mustard went to. He's doing a good Teddy. He really is. He's doing a Teddy Roosevelt in this entire thing. But I also like how yes. how like ignorant yeah. he is. How towards the end when Wadsworth's going through the whole thing and he breaks down one really obvious small part and he's so proud of himself. <laughs> he's like, so you're saying if this did this, then this did this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> and early in the movie when he's like, I don't need your help to prove I'm stupid. He's like, you <laughs> right. don't. Or I don't know. Marvel's awesome. Martin I love him great. so much. I love every actor in this movie, including my Miss Scarlet, Mrs. White mix-up. I like that Mr. Body's real name is Leaving. Yes. Because he is- Guitarist of what or I... whatever? He's a band he's, guy. Yeah, he's a band guy. He's in a band. and So is the singing telegram girl. Yeah, she's part of the Go-Go's. Yeah. But leaving. Leaving. I think the the producers are like, we're putting him in the movie because his name is literally leaving. You trust me. He cannot act. Trust me. He's not great. We saw him in this movie. He's a bad actor. And, and Jonathan Lynn was mad the whole time that he was even there. The writer director? The director. Yeah, writer director. I know story by John Landis. John Landis. Which is extremely exciting at Very all times. Cool. He was the one who came up with the idea of the different endings. It's a smart idea. Yeah. If your movie's marketable. This one's a little tricky. And why is why is Jonathan Lynn upset that he's there? Oh, because he didn't want Lee Ving. That's the only reason. Yeah. He's like, I don't like this you guy. You have an all-star cast besides Lee Ving, and Lee Ving dies yeah. so fast. One yeah, of 15 people. He, he didn't was like, like I'm done. Why does He just shows up in spats, I think it's barely because, acts, and dies. I think it's because the producers forced him on him. Fine. Mm. Who gives a damn? That's just a director exactly. unsure of himself. Well, this is his first movie, isn't it? I think so. So... 
That checks out. He does a pretty good job, except for the pacing for the first half hour. Yeah. But other than that, he does a fine job. He does a fine job. I mean, board game movies are really, really hard to do. That's why there's only been, like, what, two of them? I think so. And Clue and Battleship? Tr- trying to make more. Mm, there's that other one, like, Tag. Is that a, that's well, not that's a board game. Board but game. It's that's, just a, that's a fun outside and that movie's, stickball game. That movie's actually about the game. Tag. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually very good. I Is it? it? I've never seen it. It's a lot of fun. Is that the one with, like, at the end, how, like, the brothers? Is that it? Or something like that? Am I making that up? Mm, I think you might be making it up. No, it's with Jeremy Renner and John Hamm and... Jeremy Jason Renner had other Sudeikis? work. That's good for yeah, him. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is Jennifer Aniston? Yes. Yeah. I want to say yes. Never seen it. Jennifer Aniston. Uh, I want to say Jason Bateman's in it, too. I think you're right. I would check I out. I think him and, like, Jen and, Aniston and are, like... Burris. So you're saying oh, it's, like, yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah. Horrible Bosses 3. Mm. Oh, maybe maybe we're getting our wires crossed. Are maybe Jennifer Aniston and Jason movies? Bateman aren't in it. I feel like they're a couple and they're trying to have a baby and they're trying to prove they're like still like cool to like hang out with people. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> so yeah. they play tag? Well, what's they, happening? It's like a childhood game. Like every every year during the month of March or whatever month it was, play this game of tag and it goes on forever. Yeah, yeah, so years and years and years. Oh, I want to say Leslie Bibb is in it. Oh, God. Brian, hands on the <laughs> table right now. <laughs> uh, do you know who Leslie Bibb is? No. She is the reporter in Iron Man, and Brian loves her so much. I did as a young boy. Still does. I need a pic. Let me see your phone background. My phone background? <laughs> it's, it's not. She's not my phone background. Not, I, not your true love. I don't have the same taste I did at 11. What's your mm. taste now? If you had to pick an actress? Different. I don't know. Not Leslie Bibb? No, You're going to say, like, Julie Bowen. I don't even know who that is. Sure you do. She's a modern family. She's the mom. No, that, no. She's no, so too high-strung. She plays it well. Mm. Let me ask you this. Okay. What other board games could you possibly adapt into feature films? Besides Battleship, because Peter Berg tried that. No, you can't. And you still can't you do can't it. <laughs> Candyland? What would you do? Uh, I think you, you get one of the Stranger, kid, Stranger Things kits. Of course, that's the way it always goes. <laughs> Which one? Doesn't matter. Just it doesn't go on. matter. Doesn't matter. You get you know two kids and you have them go through this candy forest and have to. I don't know. Is there a Hansel and Gretel like? It seems isn't very that like Hansel a and Gretel of but, that as a board game. But the whole forest is candy. It's not just the witch. Okay. Okay. I feel like there's going to be a reboot of like Oregon Trail. Not a board not game. A but board game. I'm interested. False. It is a board game. Your kid. Oh, now it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Target adapted the video game you know, into a board game. It and that target. doesn't count. You, it's fun. Is there like a dysentery card? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. It's like lights out and then you're done. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That checks it's out. It's a good snowstorm game. I could buy that. I think sure. Sorry would just be Canadians. Oh, you know what would be fun? Just don't wake sorry. daddy. Sorry. 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 Mousetrap. I would watch a mousetrap Is it movie. Mousetrap? Isn't that Ratatouille? Like, no. No, not. Oh, I will she flip did a that table right now. <laughs> what are you, Have you seen Ratatouille? Of course. And? Love it. She's just trying to get your go. Redemption, spelled Bridget. I would definitely Isn't Mousetrap a, mouse a thing trap. already with Nathan Lane and someone else? Is it's it? a movie. Oh, Mouse Hunt. That's what I'm thinking that's, of. Yeah. That's probably pretty much the same thing. Though. Don't Wake Daddy? Don't Wake Daddy. That's got to be about a teen girl who's discovering herself and her, yeah, all that stuff going out with boys. Oh, yeah, sneaking out. Right. Don't wake daddy. Back to start. Yeah. At the <laughs> end, they wake daddy. Right. You don't want to do that. Don't do that. Nope, because then you turn into murder house. 
What, you, Trouble? Could you do a Trouble's Monopoly a movie? What would it probably be? be long and boring. I feel like it, like Boardwalk Empire, Martin um, Scorsese sitting there going, I got an idea. I got an idea for something. I got an idea for something. Yeah. We're going to do Atlantic City. We're going to do Atlantic City. And there's going to be cards and Park Place. And, blah, 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 and, and Steve Buscemi's going, no, no. <laughs> Get Bobby Connor, Connor Valley or whatever his name is in here and we'll just, we'll make our own thing. with Do it your way. Yeah. Shoot some murders. Are you saying that that's nope. Monopoly? No, Monopoly TV is show? Atlantic City though. Yes. So. I'd imagine that's the only thing that's ever been shot about Atlantic City, so that's got to be something, right? I doubt that. Got to be something. <laughs> Check the history. It's got to be something. Risk? I could see a Risk movie. Risk is just any war movie ever. Any war movie, exactly. Stratego, <laughs> maybe? I think that might exist. <laughs> Risk the movie? Risk the movie, yeah. That can't exist. That can't mm, be a thing. I don't know. It seems like Mattel and Parker Brothers and Milton Bradley are all like, Yes, develop our stuff. Give please, us money. Please, please. It's like Settlers of Catan or, you know, like Pocahontas. That's really what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to see is the Cards Against Humanity movie. It's any movie with Seth Rogen and, and uh, James Franco. That's it. That's fair. That's Cards Against Humanity. I pick cards and they write that way. It's a lot like Family Guy when they're talking about how they write, uh, or South Park. When so, oh, about, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. All right, we know what I thought of this thing. We know what Brian thought of this thing. We know what Bridget thought of this thing. What do you think the world thought of this thing? Rotten Tomatoes, 1 100. Oh, well, I'm going to say the critic score is low. What do you think the critic score is? Like a 40? Bridget, what do you think critic score is? I'm going to say a little higher, uh, like a 57. Bridget wins at 61. Okay. Not bad. All right. Audience score, though, hit me 70. 82. 86. Wow. Bridget's got she looked at it. pulse. On the pe- no. <laughs> no. You think I she looked at it and then just was wrong on purpose? Yeah. Come to on. To make it seem like she didn't cheat. <laughs> get out of here. Nope. Get out of here. <laughs> Critics consensus is a robust ensemble of game actors elevate Clue above its schematic source material, but this farce's reliance on novelty over organic wit makes its entertainment value a roll of the dice. Oh, I just get it. It's a it's a pun on, yep. on board Someone games. Someone had a thesaurus and a board game in front of them and said, I got this. Or someone yeah. was a dad and they just were throwing in their dad jokes. That's it. Yeah. I could get behind that. Absolutely. Speaking of murder, someone who wasn't murder but is no longer with us, Roger Ebert. Roger Ebert. <laughs> he saw this thing. He gave it two out of four stars. That's half. Yeah, I, I don't know how he felt about this, because he says Clue is a comedy whodunit that is being distributed with three different endings, which is sort of silly, since it doesn't make the slightest bit of difference who did it. That makes the movie a lot like the board game which inspired it, where it didn't make any difference either, since you could always just play another game. So is that a good thing or a bad I thing? I don't know. He stated <laughs> how board games work. Uh, okay. Other things he mentioned, he says uh, since... None of these events have the slightest significance, talking about just the general movie, because he's not wrong. The filmmakers have attempted to make Clue into a screwball comedy with lots of throwaway gags and one-liners. Some of these moments of comedy are funny. Most are not. The cast looks promises. Familiar faces like Martin Mull, Leslie Ann Warren, Madeline Kahn, and the wonderfully bouncy Colleen Camp. Oh, you sicko. He did it again, but the screenplay is so very, very thin that it spent most of their time looking frustrated as if they'd been just cut off right before they're about to say something interesting. Well, like me every week. Every week. (laughs) Brian is actually the most interesting man in the world. I just won't let it happen. It's true. There's a lot of people who saw this movie. A lot of people like this movie. Yes, that's true. It has become like a cult hit. It is a cult hit. Recently. Well, since its release. Right. But on Amazon, it's the tune of 4.6 out of 5. Wow. 82% 
of the the people on Amazon like this movie, only three percent don't. And the people who don't just be, they got bad discs. <laughs> that's really it. I mean, that, that's that's bad discs. A lot. I'm surprised I didn't have one that said like, I don't know what the actual ending was because I had three of them. What happened? Who done it? <laughs> Never happened. That's surprising. Yeah. Actually, I my disc wasn't great. It paused a few times while I was watching it. Did you complain? I should. I get on you Amazon. Should? I don't even think I bought on Amazon, but I will review it on Amazon. You should. But since there's not a lot of legitimate reviews for the movie on this thing, I got the one stars for a bunch of different board games. Oh, I was going to hope you say- Excellent. I was hoping you would say that. So, for Clue, from October 13th, 2019, not for adults. Too easy. Bored out of our gourd. There is no analysis, no player involvement. It's simply a matter of deducing which cards are in the center of the table. Yeah, that's the game. They said they feel a little guilty because they're just like, this is definitely for children. Then they ended up donating it to children. Well, good for them. Well, that's good. I mean, what are the age ratings on uh, on Clue? I'm not sure, but to confuse you a little farther, from August 24th, 2018, title, not for children under 18. Review, terrible game, way too complicated. <laughs> what? <laughs> People don't know. People are either really good at this game or really bad at this game. Right. If you could deduce so well that you're just like, this is just stupid cards in the middle of a table. Do you think they put the cards in the envelope? Could you imagine if they just like, they were like, <laughs> Oh, it's really easy to figure out what these cards are. I'm just going to flip them over. Oh, game <laughs> oh, over. Too I solved easy. it. I'm the greatest detective. They're probably only playing it with two people. Maybe. It makes it actually pretty easy, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't know. It's either for adults or not for adults. It's one of those games. You choose. The world may never know. <laughs> Weirdly enough, I learned board games are not the same as when we were growing up. What do you mean? In the sense that they've gotten a lot cheaper. And they've changed a lot of things. Really? Yeah. From April 3rd, 2018. Title, Bring Back Mrs. White. Review says, What on earth happened with this version? They got rid of the iconic Mrs. White to add a new character? No thanks. Who's the new character? I don't know. I need to know. Do you, though? No. See, it's one of those. It doesn't matter. Why are they taking away characters out of new characters? Like with Monopoly, when they change out all the pieces and stuff. Yeah. There's like a cat now, apparently. Why? I don't know. I think it's a dog. Like a little there was, puppy. There's, there's been a dog. always been a dog. The dog's always oh. been there. A Yorkie? Yeah, I think, yeah. It's a, I think it's one of those little shits. Something like that. Yeah. Next game I got is Sorry. Sorry. From December 29th, 2018. Not the original game. Rules bent to let everyone feel good. So sad. Wonder what color hat they're wearing. <laughs> That's this America. Uh-huh. This new version is What's Sorry. They changed all the rules and everyone gets to go everyone. What? No, more actual competition in this game of chance. So sad, so sorry. I want the original game back. This is just as bent and twisted like all the new democratic rules to let everyone feel like they won. Where's the competition? I'm surprised this version didn't come with a participation trophy for everyone as well. This guy probably says, oh, it even came with little trophies for everybody in the game. (laughs) Well, the big change that happened was... From September 3rd, 2018, there's only three pieces to a color. Oh. It's, there used to be four, apparently. That's the big change? So, apparently. They say, ah. it's absurd. There's only three pieces per color. Maybe there's an upgrade that gives you a fourth? An- <laughs> like a DLC? <laughs> Make sorry four again. It's <laughs> my campaign promise. I'd vote for you just because I don't want to vote for anyone else ever anymore. Make sorry the world's five. Oh. Whoa! Yeah. Hey, stop it. This game is too hard stop now. Stop it. You've gone off the rails. It's not it's meant dem- for children. Democrats adding a fifth <laughs> sorry thing. 
Oh, boy. Oh, boy, indeed. For Trouble, this was fascinating because Trouble only has 53% as a five-star. It has 19% as a one-star. People don't like Trouble. They do like Trouble. The problem is it's not their Trouble. They apparently changed, so it's just a big piece of plastic, like a black piece of plastic that you lay a really shitty piece of cardboard over. And also the popper breaks at, like during your first use for just about everybody on Amazon. Wow. The one that I found interesting. So quality control issues? They took the day off. Sure, sure, sure. But from April 4th, 2019, for trouble, promotes domestic violence. This game makes me want to divorce my husband. <laughs> what? That sounds like a cry for help. Was that a review <laughs> written by Mrs. White? Uh, maybe. Oh, wait. It's she didn't no, believe she in would, divorce. She didn't believe in it. She just took it into her own hands. Yeah. Literally and choked the life out of someone multiple times. Chopped his whole head yeah, off. Yeah. She was more into knives. Hot. <laughs> Nothing like a good behead. That's it. That's what you want. Mm-hmm. For Battleship. I couldn't find any good ones for Battleship. Really? So I have a few for Battleship the movie. Okay. Directed by Peter Berg. Why not? It's all over the place. It is all over the place because it has to be because the clue is <laughs> almost is flawless. We have. Bridget. It's almost yeah. flawless. Almost. <laughs> From December 4th, 2018. OMG, how stupid. Definitely a man movie. Great special effects and Navy cinematography. Horrible story and actors. That good old Navy cinematography. Everybody knows. <laughs> was that the one with Rihanna in it? Yep. Oh. That's was the Rihanna one. In it? Yeah, she sure was. That. Someone in, in a different review that I didn't actually get called her Halle Berry over and over again. Yikes. That's so, problematic. That's uh, <laughs> not going to say it's racist, but it's pretty racist. I mean, what would Storm even do in, on a battleship? She'd probably forget that she could control the weather. Right, and she would auto tune the weather. From May 4th, 2017, a piece of junk threw it into the air and shot it with double O buckshot. Okay. This person's from the South. Without a doubt. And so is this person from May 22nd, 2018. Please don't support anti-American Liam Neeson. <laughs> the digital copy would not function. Was not stock ultraviolet. Then I realized the anti-American Liam Neeson was in this. So it was shot as a skeet target without watching it. Yikes. What? My question to that is, I think this person just thinks they have big dick. Because they said <laughs> that they had a digital copy which would not work with stock ultraviolet. And then they shot it. Which... Not how digital copies work, hotshot. Yeah. A code I've, I've solved this murder. You sure did. This guy's a Someone fucking Someone does not dumb know how to shit. read. No, they don't know much. I got so. the digital copy, so I shot I got that you dang think... digital copy. I threw it in the air, and I shot them ones and zeros. He just threw a whole his whole laptop up <laughs> in the air and it. shot it. Because <laughs> <laughs> of anti-American Liam Neeson. Oh, of course. Anti-American Liam Neeson. Famously anti-American, apparently. knows it. Last one I have is from December 22nd, 2018. Title, Awesome Fun. Review. Had to have it in my collection. The star <laughs> subtraction is for Amazon, not the movie. Just push Amazon and let me customize thing. Oh, no. This he fucking liked maniac Battleship? liked Battleship, just didn't like that he can't organize it. Well, maybe. You familiar he, with this guy? He's a monster. Maybe he didn't Terrible like person. it. Yes. Because it sounds like he copies and pastes that answer on everything. Every single one. So maybe he didn't like it, but he still wants Amazon to get the message. No, oh, good for him. What are we doing for a super stuff, not so super stuff? Well, because we're, we're on our, our super cleanse. We're changing a few categories here. Hero will become protagonist. Villain will become antagonist. Impact on the genre will become impact on the industry. Ooh. And we're getting rid of parents and teamwork and putting in director. Whoa. A category that I know you've wanted for quite some time. I have. I like it. So for Clue. Yeah. Starting out with setting like we always do. It's New England. They say it. And then we're in a house the whole time, so we don't even see New England. We, we, are. we don't see that beautiful fall foliage. 
at night in they're insanely cocky football June. fans who just annoy the crap out of all of us yeah brian <laughs> all right guys there's no reason to bring that uh, into this this is this is a movie takes place in 1954 in new england i'll give it a 0.5 we don't know it's uh, not even 0.25 point well it's not even we don't even know what we hill they say house. it's new england and then leave it at that who cares about hill house it's a house with a ton of rooms because the whole thing happens in the house you no really one's quite to... sure what a lounge is versus a parlor we get that versus... it's the house but the setting yeah. itself no is the house what's other on a synonym for that the word. saloon saloon there's no saloon have you guys never played Clue? <laughs> the conservatory that's a place that is a place that but place. not all right you know what you're right it does take place in the house we know where we are the whole time Point which five. one becomes the corpse room that's the study. The study becomes the study, the study of course. Of I like course. when Colonel Muster walks in there and, he, and they're like, everything okay? He's like, yep, two dead bodies. Everything's fine. <laughs> check and check. Style and tone. I want to say one, it's not. It's not. It's I want it to not. be, but it's not. I think it's kind of a point five. tell you the truth. It definitely keeps the, you, you don't, the 1954 doesn't even matter. It want, the story wants us to think it's 1954 the whole time because they keep harping on the communism and all that right, stuff. Right, right. But it's but, a red right. herring. Who gives a damn? So, 0.5. 0.5. Protagonist, who? All of them. Uh, all of them are protagonists. Also, none of them. But also, uh, yeah, it changes is... though. I don't. This I don't know if it ever establishes. I don't think it ever establishes a protagonist or an antagonist. I think you're just supposed to. It's just the the six, seven people. I guess Wadsworth and the. And I don't the... even consider. I consider Wadsworth an antagonist. I don't know because he's definitely he. I think it depends on the endings. Yeah, too, he's, well, he he's sent in. out the invitation, so I yeah. feel like he's the one who got everyone there. Right. And it makes you feel like the story set up that he knows what's going on. Right. So I'll call him the antagonist. But he could also be the protagonist if you go by the first two endings because he was working right. in the interest of stopping the. So it sounds like we're going zero, zero for the next two, which that, is kind of a problem. That is a problem. But I don't think it's wrong. Uh, but as an antagonist. Oh, I don't know. You're right. I think it's zero zero. It might be zero zero. That's that's painful. Not in my book. Female characters. There's a few. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. Are any of them good? Mrs. White. That's one. Mrs. Yeah. White. She's terrific. Mrs. Peacock. She's terrific. The problem becomes Yvette and partly Miss Scarlet. Yeah. They're that way for the, also, the sake of the story. The cook. Oh, right, the cook. Yeah, she's a, so alive, so alive. So, but they're like that for a reason so this time. They're not getting a. I mean, it's their character traits. I would agree for Miss Scarlet. Even yeah. that is over the top, without yeah. a doubt. Oh, absolutely. But is it perfect for 1954? It is, but Yvette is also talks in in a fully American accent towards the end. So right. she has she's putting on an act this entire time. Oh, I'm not talking about her accent. Talking about her outfit. Yeah, but her yeah, outfit is that way in order to distract. It's all done very purposely. To an extent. I don't yes. Know. I don't know. And it's working to an extent also because everyone's watching her as she walks in and out of rooms. That's Everyone. True. That's true. So it's working. For female characters, I think I'm going to go 0.75. That seems high. Yeah, and I think it's warranted in this thing. At the end of this movie, the three endings, two of the three, the woman did it, which is pretty cool. I like that a lot. Okay. I mean, if that's the kind of representation you're looking for. I think it is because uh, I because these women are abused this entire time. Miss White is not abused sexually in this thing. But I think it's because it's understood she's a killer. Yeah. On her own like merits there. But Mrs. Peacock, she's just baddie. <laughs> but she's definitely manipulative. For sure. And then Miss Scarlet, she's kind of out there. 
but you can never really figure out where she's coming from because she does play it up as trying to be all seductive and sexy and all that stuff. But then the second anyone tries anything with her, she's like, no, 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 stop it. Not like she yeah. becomes a really strong woman. So I kind of want to go 0.75. Okay. You talk me into it. Story and motivation. I think based off of the endings, there's definitely motivation with Wadsworth and his like wife that ends up committing suicide based off of Mr. Body's blackmailing. Mm-hmm. But that's mostly if you got story A. Right. Then, like, the motivation for the other ones, it's still uh, Wadsworth that, like, brings them there, but then the murderer parts get a little, like, in the moment from the different informants, right? That's pretty fair. Yeah. Uh, well, I think even in the third one, you have each person murdering the informant that they recognize. Or in Christopher so, Lloyd's case, just the butler. Or just the butler who he thought was the guy who was blackmailing him. Right. So they all have motivation. Sure. But if Wadsworth is the one that's consistently always sending out the invites, then I think the plot gets a little funky. Yeah, because he was Mr. Body in that scenario. In, in the third one. Right, right. But in the second one where he's the informant and like bringing the people that ratted on certain people, like sure. it doesn't necessarily make sense to why he would invite them to put them at risk only for them to get murdered. I sort of agree That's with you. That's a good you. point. But hear me out here because you just gave me a thought that the story might be better than we think because when they turn the lights out for the second time and they change the ending around, it changes the entire story of the previous hour that we just watched That's true, entirely. Too. So maybe the story's better than we think. And I think this is a weak story. But does that make it stronger it, that you can manipulate the story that much just based on an ending? Does how you can change characters that we already know and are established just by changing the outcome right. of this who done it? Who done it? Right. But from the viewer's perspective, yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing. Where like you have all of this vested interest in like how this person like did sure. everything, and then all right, it changes. Like I'm not leaving the movie thinking like, oh wow, like. Wadsworth is really the hero uh, no, of like everything <laughs> like this because he was like the bumbling fool throughout the first hour. Yeah, I think you know the one part that actually breaks apart is they always say one person was missing in this scene, one person was missing in this scene. It's like I feel like we're supposed to take them at their word for it. Yeah, I actually noticed this watch through that there are people legitimately missing in different scenes. Really? Like I was watching a scene, I was like, oh, Colonel Mustard's not here at all. Yeah, there was like one part where we went to the bathroom and like different things like that that I yeah. was trying to pick up on. The only sure. one the recaps. that really doesn't work is when uh, the second ending, when Mrs. Peacock kills everybody. There are times where like there's no way she could have gotten away with that without running into somebody else or sure. something like that. So you want to go point five? Sure. Okay. I think for the sake of moving on. That's a good move. Music. I love the music in this movie. I know you do. I think it's totally fine. It's not great. It's like perfect for the 80s. but Yeah, it's perfect for this movie. Yeah. But overall. The perfect mean, for this movie is what we're kind like of rating. Though. Antics and like mischief right. themes. I'll go 0.75 and leave it. Okay. Yeah. You are so happy with that. What did you think it was going to get? No, I, a 0.75 was pretty much what I was. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to give it a one. I wasn't going to. You're uh, not insane. Right. Okay. I'm not a crazy person. There wasn't a whole lot going on to it. I certainly wasn't going to throw out like a like a John fucking Morris. John Morris who did Blazing Saddles? Yeah. All right. You should have thrown out John fucking Morris. Not for this movie. Not for this movie. Impact on the industry. Almost I'll, a zero. I'll just go ahead and write down that zero. I think that's the right move. <laughs> uh, Nailed it. Well. First try. 
No. 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 I was going to say cult following, midnight showings. It is. The movie cost $15 million to make. It didn't even make it back. No. No, it so. didn't. Oh, well. Oopsie. Director. Yeah, he did okay. He did, he did fine. It's not hard to work with in that space that they gave him because he's in just a very enclosed space with the rooms very set up. Right. It's not hard to do that. Right. He did have to deal with the three separate endings, though. So? I mean, that's a thing. It is a thing, but it's all scripted. Who's in scenes, who's not in scenes. That's all just part of what's written down. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, the only thing that really changed this movie is the end. You didn't even notice that there were people missing in certain scenes, though. So I mean, No, that's all in the screenplay, though. That's fine. That's on me. If you say so. It could just be good directing. I, no. Misdirection. Misdirection is not directing. Misdirection, well, it is, but. It is. Directing is really the vision of. The person creating it coming to life. How well does it come together? Sure. And you said that he hated doing this thing. No. Right? No, Jonathan he, Lynn? He didn't want to work with Lee Ving. That was it. That was the only thing. Yeah. That's so stupid. <laughs> I don't care. Go point five. Fine. Jonathan Lynn, good for you. One-liners. One. That's a, it's a great movie. It's so good. That's the only bridge he's even you nodding like, fun we got it. Yeah, Fine. Yeah. That's one. That's, this is an outrage. It gets, it gets one full one. So Clue gets a not-so-super-stuff score of four and a half. Nailed it. That's right where it should be, probably. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's a way better movie than that. Meh. It's good enough that I Ryan like... Reynolds wants to remake it. Yeah, with Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman directing. Uh, the writers from Deadpool, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. Rhett Reese. Rhett Reese. Scooby-Doo's hound. What would Ryan Reynolds play? I think probably Wadsworth. Wadsworth, I'd And imagine. I think Jason Bateman is probably going to put himself in it too and he's yeah. he's clearly a mr green oh he could be he definitely could be yeah oh, do you want to just cast the whole thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah let's do this well. okay i could see jason bateman because he's directing doing the mr body Kristen wig by the way is miss scarlet right of course Kristen wig would be good i was gonna say amy adams oh that's mm. very good though or if we want this to make a lot of money zoe zoe saldana you put her in anything you're gonna make a lot of money exactly that's how it goes box office gold who's mrs peacock Gotta have someone a bit older. Yeah. And someone loud. Yes. Who could play loud? Mm. Jane Lynch? That's that's super on the nose. No. It is. Maybe even Ellen? I could see that. Uh what's her name? It's like Chris Christy. I'll walk you into it if you give it to me. Okay. She's in like a ton of movies. Oh. Uh Christy Yamaguchi. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, she's she's in Drop Dead Gorgeous with Kristen Dunst, but she's the, like, mom who's, her name is, like, Chris, okay, also. Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. Mrs. Peacock, Kirstie Alley. Cheers his own. I could I could kind Rebecca of see Howe. that. That's a thing. She has Kirstie. not done a big role in a long time. Long time. Yeah. This could be her comeback. Do you yeah. want to know who I, who I want as Mr. Green? You got it all There's written down in front of you, don't you? Only one answer for what Mr. Got? Green for me. Jack McBrayer. Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> That's this really picture. Good. That's so yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, the only one who could do it. I think. Yeah, I agree. Also, this picture that you have from IMDb, nicely printed for me. Um, yeah. The picture didn't come from IMDb. Okay, is it uh, like an aged up version of Jack? Yep, that's it. That's yeah. what Michael nope, McKean is. It's a young Michael McKean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm curious to see how the thing's going to come around. I am too. Be very good. I'd also like to see Aubrey Plaza as Mrs. White. Too young. Mm, yeah. Probably. Maybe not. She's like 33. It's too young, even then. Madeline Kahn was in her 40s when she did this thing. Yeah, and but I believe Aubrey it. Plaza would kill her husband. Fine. Five, Who would you do as Colonel five Mustard? five husbands? Colonel Mustard. Jack Black, done. 
Who did it? Jack Black? Yeah. I think he's too old for that. No. Jeff, Jeff Bridges. That got older somehow. <laughs> John C. Riley. Of course, in anything. Obviously, always. Professor Plum, I want Jeff Goldblum. Fine. I'm very on board with that. Or yes. Keegan Michael Key. Also extremely on board with that. Ooh. I thought about it for a second, all right? Anyway, if you have your own suggestions for our clue casting, you can email them to katepodcasters at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at katepodcasters. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to keep listening at the end of every episode for the post credits. They're there every single episode because Marvel does it. And so now we know, do to it. We do. We've been we doing it do for it a long too. time. Words. There you go. They're hard sometimes. What are we talk about next week? Next week is your pick, I believe. It is my pick. And I want some more Christopher Lloyd. Some more. We are talking 85 Back to the Future. Christopher Lloyd sure takes place in the 50s. Right. And we have, a, we have a special guest. You have not heard him in a long time. Uh, I believe episode 10 was the last time. Even we though had him he's on. on every single episode just about the Ginger Skull is making his triumphant return. It's about damn time. I agree. But I guess we'll see you next week for Back to the Future. Same pod time. Same pod murder. So, Brian. So, Dave. That's Clue. It is. What do you think happens post-credits? I think we pan from the hall, up the stairs, up into the attic, and there's a man hiding in the corner. There was somebody there the whole time. (laughs) Who was it? And a light turns on, and it's Ryan Reynolds. Just waiting. And he goes, nope, this will not do. (laughs) Cut. We're redoing the whole thing. Is it Ryan Reynolds or is it Deadpool? It's Deadpool. You're absolutely right. It's Deadpool. It has to be Deadpool. Bridget, what do you think happens? Ooh, okay. So I'm thinking we cut to the parlor or lounge or whatever we're calling it. The room (laughs) with the spinning fireplace. Uh, The fireplace creeps slowly open and it's Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. (laughs) 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 And he just starts talking, and he's the one that did it.